up, everybody? Welcome to the Baseline Jam Podcast. My name is Out of Sight. My name is, was, and always will be Dylan Reese. Oof, fire. That's kind of dope. I just thought of that. I love that. Episode 36. The season wrap-up, bro. The wrap-up of season one. So Dylan and I, we started off with a vision to do an NBA podcast. Mm. We talked about it Mm. approximately nine months ago. Mm, for about two days and then it started and then we did it <laughs> yeah. we've been doing this podcast since october every week yep at least once a week and the season is now over so this is our season wrap-up right here we'll take a we'll take a little time off right make some put out a bunch of music this summer right and we'll come back strong whenever the hell we want but this is we did it bro i mean there's no more basketball to talk about for yeah. the next couple months i gotta you know? be completely honest I'm even a little bit tired of like NBA talk, listening to the same kind of content. Bill Simmons, Zach Lowe. I've been listening to the podcast and kind of Kevin O'Connor and just kind of spacing out. Like, yeah, all right, I'm kind of done here. Yeah, let's take a little breather. You know, I think free agency will be really interesting. So will the draft. For sure. But just the things we've talked over and over again about with the playoffs and the Cavs and the Warriors. I'm just not with it. Well, I think it's just because for the past like. Two three weeks. It's literally been only LeBron Cat. Warriors. Yeah, it's, just, it's so it's like okay, it's all it's all yeah. beaten like a dead horse. Right. But uh, now it's our turn to talk about it. But well, we can talk about a myriad of things, really. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I I don't want to just talk about the finals because I don't. There's not much to say. There's not much to say. The Cavs got smacked in the face. What are you gonna do? You know. Sometimes you get smacked in the face. You got to go home, recoup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Come back the next day, take someone's lunch money at recess, do what you got to do. But sometimes you just get smacked in the face. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. If you take LeBron off of this Cavs team that was in the NBA Finals, how yeah. many games do you think they win in the East? Zero. No, nah, come on. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, 30. All right. Yeah, I'd say like 25. Okay. Yeah. This is a question now I'm going to ask you. Still got Kevin Love. That you but. and I were talking about Yeah. on text. If you put KD on the Cavs instead of LeBron, yeah, how many games do you think they win? Mm, 40. Nah, more. Yeah? Maybe. KD? I'd say that. 43. Are. You think so? Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. They're not going to the finals. Really? For sure not. I mean, the East is weak. You don't think KD can carry them? No. No one can do what LeBron just did. I would say KD can probably make that team win 50 games, but I I think everything else is up for grabs. KD. KD by himself. With that squad, KD's pretty good, man. When has he ever done that by himself? He's never. All right, he went 45. I mean, he he had points carrying the Thunder in the West. Regular season is one thing. Yeah. I think – if if you let's say somehow we made that happen and then KD won fifty games in the regular season, right? I'm not overly surprised. But if he brought them through the playoffs and to the finals, I would be very surprised that that happened. Right? Very very surprised. Yeah. As I was surprised that LeBron was able to do this. I think we are too. I mean, I think everyone is. I mean, they're really that bad. Kyle Korver went one from 16 from the field in the yeah, finals. Yeah, atrocious. That's really terrible. All right. I mean, you know, two finals MVPs now for KD. Yeah. Scoring champ. Kevin Durant's only 29. The I Warriors, don't know if you thought of that or the not. The Warriors are primed for to continue this run for at least another year, right? Because you got Clay and Draymond coming up, but they're still on the team for next year. Yeah. So you got one more year. Now, you would figure that next year would be a lot more challenging because back-to-back-to-back is rarely done. Yeah. It's just... I mean, dude, four out of five years is pretty nuts. Are we watching the best basketball team in NBA history right now? If you... if So, I don't know the Celtics from the 60s. Yeah, but the '96 yeah. Bulls have been that three-peat. Yeah, was considered one the of the best. best. Yeah, Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, Kukoc. Yeah, and then you know a bunch of role guys. Right, my bad. You're good. Um, do you 
put them up versus the Warriors. I mean, I I think it's such a different time an, and era and style. Yeah, I think the Warriors are smacking them, but they are. It's just because of the pace they play with and the amount of shooting they bring. Uh, Three is greater than two. It's just simple math. Um, I don't know. They're bigger. Do you feel like the future of the league? I mean, who on that team is going to guard Kevin Durant? Let's be honest. Pippen. I mean, come on. That's not happen- like no. Pippen will guard Durant, bro. Nobody guards Kevin Durant. That's my point. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, True. No. He has five, four inches on him. He's shooting over the top I think of the anybody. Would be, no one would be able to guard Steph. That too. That would be. It's a lot of three point shooting. It's, it's too much. It's a lot. Do you think the future of the league? But also, sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Ninety six, the you know mid to late nineties Bulls, whatever. Actually, all the nineties. Yep. I was a small child. Right. So I wasn't watching that live. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I've seen footage, blah, blah, blah. I know what happened. Right. But uh, you were watching during that time, right? I was. I mean, I was a kid. But you were like yeah, probably what, 15, something, something like that, 14? In 96, I was 13. Yeah. So were the Bulls as dominant as the Warriors yes. are now? Absolutely. You know, like, I, I just don't know no, if that they was were, the consensus. They, it was. Absolutely. They were the big bad wolf. Like, it almost felt unfair at times? It, it was considered, it, it was pretty much a given that they were going to win. Right. It was like, can anybody okay, knock so it's, off Goliath? That's, I mean, that's how it is now. You know, and then every year it was like, Carmelo and John Stockton, great players. And they just like, can't do can it. Can they do it? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then there was always like a guy, you know, it, it started off, it was it's early like, 90s. It's like Chris Paul Drexler now. had the first dibs and then yeah, Charles Barkley tried with the Suns yeah. and they were really close. Yeah. You know, and this was, you know, MJ never got. Dan Marley's an all-time underrated player. Just no doubt. MJ had to kind of earn, you know, his dues too. Mm-hmm. You know, he had to pay his dues with the Pistons and the Celtics. Right. Right. And then he finally got over the hump and then he dominated the nineties completely. Yep. Um then it became the 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 second run was the Sonics and the Jazz. Um unfortunately the one series that, that we were robbed of in the nineties was the Rockets versus the Bulls when the Rockets kinda joined up well they had ninety they won two straight years when Jordan yep. was out. Yep. And Hakeem was really in his prime. And then, um, you know, when Bulls came back, when Jordan came back, the Magic beat them the first year. Yep. And that was the Rockets whooped the Magic ass. Yep. In the finals. Young Shaq. That was Shaq and Penny. Yep. And then um, from there, the Rockets is kind of aged at that point. So you kind of missed that chance. Right. But, uh, you know, you had Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, he beat. Which at the time was Detlef Shrimp. Super exciting. Yeah. Crazy. Um, you know, and uh, Brian, uh, excuse me, Carmelo, uh, John Stockton, Byron Russell was the jazz guys. And, you know, look, they were all great players, a lot of Hall of Fame players there. Yep. Um, but no, there was never the jazz, like in that 96 finals, whatever, with the push off, whatever, the crossover. Yep. Huge underdog. Right. Nobody ever thought that they were going to be the Bulls. Gonna, yeah. It was. It was. So it was. It was similar, common knowledge. It's similar to. Oh, it was similar. And the Bulls would come into town, and it would be the biggest show on. In the, you know, what I mean, it would be a a huge show. Yeah, I mean, I never thought about comparing these two teams until now because I mean, three out of four—that's really a feat, regardless of what your team looks like, what the rest of the NBA looks like. That's tough to do, no matter it's what. So hard. Um. And obviously, like, I know the stats, I know the highlights, I know, like, the storyline of what happened with the Bulls. Yep. But I wasn't there to watch it, so I wasn't there in live yeah, time with the, with the consensus of, like... Dominant. You know, was it expected that they were going to win Absolutely. as, like, the, the Warriors are now, so... Yeah. I mean, those two things are comparable. They're very comparable. Also, yeah. like, you know, early 2000s Lakers, I yep. think that's one of the greatest teams for sure. They had a great run. Kobe, I mean, it was a little bit shorter, but yeah, they you know, could, it could have went longer. Kobe, for sure. Shaq, Horry, Derek Fisher, 
Great squad. Rick Fox. Like, th- these dudes, that was a squad, man. Like, that was a squad. There was not much anyone could do about that for those three years, four years. Yeah, Shaq was unstoppable. Bro, he was just getting 50 was, and 20. There was just a few years where it just there was just nothing anyone could do. I was listening to someone talk about that in – I think it might have been Bill Simmons, but I think it was 2001. And, like, it was, like, so easily that the three best players in the NBA mm-hmm. were Shaq, Kobe, and Tim Duncan. Yeah. And, like, Shaq and Kobe were on the same, same team. Same team. And it's, like, what is even, like. Right. How? And, I mean, Tim Duncan, too, man. I mean, those Spurs won four. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, and people never think about them, and I don't either because they're just so fucking boring. But They're very boring. But and they got it subtle. done. They got it done. They got it done. Yeah. You know, they just don't have – they didn't have that, like, they didn't have a swaggering string. charisma. They didn't have, like, an, a string. Like, they had, like, yeah. eight to ten years where they were always contending and, like, there. But I they mean, didn't have, like – still there, technically. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Unbelievable. It's crazy. KD, two rings, two finals MVP, an MVP – Four scoring titles, 21,000 points, a nine-time All-Star, eight-time All-NBA, and two gold medals. 29 years old, God man. God dying. That is impressive. See, so, yeah, as as, anno- as annoying as the Warriors are yep. and as documented mm-hmm. as I am of saying that, yep. Kevin Durant's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, Did he ruin the NBA? I've been seeing that. Yeah. It's even more, like, since they won like, People are in the past couple off. days. Yeah, because... It, the bully won, as expected. It, it just mainly takes away a bit from, like, the excitement factor of, like, people want it to go down to the wire, and it's like, we just saw a sweep in the finals. Here's something McGrady so said like, on the jump. You ready for this? Yeah. It's, gratting, <clears throat> it's gratifying going through that fire, that road, that journey. Right. It's tough. That road for Katie was tough. Everybody, I mean fans, players, we all know they were going to win. This is why KD didn't get that feeling. He was expecting having to win a championship. Yeah. What do you think of that? I definitely get that, um, especially someone coming from someone like McGrady mm-hmm. who never got one. Never got one. And he was, <coughs> for a string of years, you know, a top five, top seven talent. No doubt. Um, and I think that if the – the game was approached the same way as it is today back then, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Right. You know, maybe Allen Iverson and Trace McGrady team and, up and another guy come in and, and try to beat the Lakers or whoever it is. You know? Let me ask you something. Do you think that the fans and the media have created th- this monster? Because throughout time, the number one thing is – how many rings you got? Right. Barkley was great, but he doesn't have any rings. And I always thought that was whack, to be you honest. Know, even, it goes across all sports. Marino was great. He didn't have any rings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pat Ewing was great. No yeah. rings. Yeah. And it was always like the biggest blemish on your resume. And so we've reached a point now where everything is so hypercritical. Yeah. Because everyone has an opinion that's magnified. It's like... Can you blame a guy like Katie to being like, I'm not going down with no rings? Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a great point because, you know, yeah. I mean, when it's all said and done, when KD retires, that's what people are going to say. That's what people are going to look at. And they're going to be like, well, fuck it. He has four rings. He has five, you know, whatever, however many he ends up with. Right. And he could be the same player doing the same, playing the same exact game mm-hmm. in a different situation. And they would just be like, yeah, he was great. Yeah, for sure. But no one's gonna be like, "Well, he's greatest at all time." Because yeah, uh, you know, winning a championship comes down to circumstance and situation. Sometimes luck. Sometimes you get injured. Sometimes the other team gets injured. So it's like, I Do don't you, know. I always think I always thought that was unfair because it's an unfair thing. LeBron right? has three rings, bro, mm-hmm. and he lost six times. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna sit here and tell you LeBron's the greatest player of all time. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm watching him. Right. I'm watching him play basketball. He is the most dominant force that ever stepped on so, wood. So you think it's an unfair totally comparison. Uh, so the, you would judge KD the same way if he stayed on the Thunder and they kept losing in the second round. I would still say he's the second greatest player in the world. Right. It, it doesn't ch- I was saying that before. Everyone was. Right. You know, but it's like 
the long term, mm-hmm. people aren't going to th- include him in certain conversations without the jewelry, you know? Right. And that's what sucks. And I think that's why everyone's just kind of chasing that. Like, well, let me let me ask you something. Well, not everyone, you know. but, you know. I was going to ask this before. What is the future of this this league? Like, the Rockets came so close in, st- in terms of style of play. Like, the Rockets came so close um, with this, like, pretty much have five guys who can guard and shoot threes, switch on everything vibe. It yeah. almost worked. Um, it did work. It did work. If Chris Ball plays... It worked. It could work. And that's what I mean. It comes down to circumstance. But, like, do you feel like... Are we about to enter, and I don't think it'll be next year, but almost an age of the big... An era of the big man? Like, I feel like it's going to start swinging back the other way. Because look at it like this. What if you got a team like... The Pelicans. Mm-hmm. You have Anthony Davis, and you decide, and you got a good defensive point guard in Drew Holiday, right? And you add somebody, and you you know you have a great team. All of a sudden, say LeBron goes to New Orleans, yeah, you know what I mean, or something crazy like that. And it's like everybody's always switching on everything, but like, wouldn't it be? beneficial for teams because now you're going to have eight in towns all these guys who are going to come up now it's a big man influx mm-hmm. Embiid yeah you know trapping the ball handler funneling guys to the big man to the shot blocker and taking away the three point shot yeah saying fuck the switch Every, switching on everything bullshit it's like it's it's so boring and it's like you still get burned with the three all the time. Yeah. It's like... Because you end up with crazy mismatches. Crazy mismatches. And if you think Steph or and James then, Harden or whoever can't just hit a step back, I mean, they can. And so. that's the thing. It's like everyone kept saying, oh, LeBron was being guarded by Steph. LeBron would be switched on the Steph, and then the whole defense would collapse on LeBron, mm-hmm. which led to a lot of three-point opportunities that the Cavs they just couldn't didn't execute, hit. yeah. That kind of stuff is constantly happening. I would be interested to see like teams say like I got a man I got Joel Embiid I'm gonna put his ass underneath the rim and I'm gonna make you drive mm-hmm. I'm gonna run you off the three point line however I have to do right and I'm gonna make you go in there and then if you're gonna switch on me my man is going to I'm gonna make Embiid go down there and eat your shorts yeah. <laughs> eat your shorts you know what I'm saying yeah I don't know I just feel like. So there's got to be. I mean, a there's yin, just there's a more the and yang. more. There's more and more players like that, right? Which is why I think this is even a thing. Like, even the Warriors had Draymond at the five. Even someone who's not a five, yeah. if they're long enough, pause. Like Giannis, yep, or Porzingis. You know who? You know, arguably is a five. Whatever. Yeah, no, I'll be a five. They can, they can contest at the rim the same way Embiid can. Totally. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's so, a lot of guys. Like, almost every team has a guy like that. Yeah, that's what point. I'm saying. Yeah. There's a lot of guys. And it's like, you know how, like, the the Cavs game one punished the Warriors on the boards? Yeah. And almost got a win? Yeah. It's like, to me, that's something that more teams should try to emulate. Rather than being like, yo, I got to shoot 67 threes because if I hit 10 of them. Yeah. That's the same thing as shooting 40% yeah, yeah, from yeah, the field. Yeah. It's like, these dudes are going to keep switching on everything. Make them pay. Make them pay. Yeah. And, you know, with that style, a guy like JaVel McGee becomes extremely valuable because right. he can at least protect the rim, you know. Exactly. So, that I mean, that would be interesting. I, I think either way, <laughs> every player – is almost becoming positionless. Right. And everyone not has the same skill set, but it's like all the big guys can and dribble shoot. and shoot. I know, it's crazy. And, you know, make a back cut or do things that only really guards and wing players were doing. I'm guarding the Warriors, too. It's like, Draymond, please, shoot 25 times. Yeah. I would live with that guy scoring 30 and beating me. For sure. That Well, that won't happen. 
I promise I would, you. It's so hard. Draymond's not scoring 30 and exactly. winning a game ever. If Draymond has to score 30, <laughs> I, it's just, it's, your team's I literally not. let him score every time. Yeah. To prove a point. For sure. But, Cavs, it, but just, the Cavs just couldn't hit shots. Yeah. All right. So, I don't know. Just thoughts. I guess one thing we're going to talk about a ton this summer. That's what the podcast is for, man. No, I know. Just let it rock, you know? LeBron's a free agent. Dude, there's a lot of free agents. This this LeBron thing, though, is going to get crazy. For sure. He, um, Brian Windhorst, who's the LeBron whisperer, yeah. said LeBron will consider all Everything. possible scenarios yeah, this I summer. I saw that. I read one scenario. <laughs> he said LeBron whisperer. Mark Stein wrote today, don't discount the idea that LeBron could try to bring Chris Paul with him to a team that could afford two superstars, such as the, the Lakers, Nick, uh, because he and Paul are really that close. Okay. Woza. I'm down. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Think the, the thing with the Lakers is they have a lot of they have a lot of cap space, more than everyone. Yep. Like that's in the hunt at least, and uh. But the thing is, in order to be competitive, they're going to have to sign two max guys, I think. Like, they can't just add LeBron and then that's it. Like LeBron and Chris Paul. But but that's what I mean. How do you afford that? Like I don't know. You're going to have – Julius Randle's out first. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to get rid of probably either – probably Ingram. Yeah. Which sucks. Well, they can afford both guys. They With that get, roster? Yeah, they have that space. LeBron's been saying a lot, I still want to be in championship <clears> mode. <throat> and he's repeatedly said yeah. that he wants, he would, if he had his choice, he'd be in a situation surrounded by more cerebral players. Right. Who has cerebral players? Pretty much Jordan, anybody like Jordan Clarkson, again, not Jordan Clarkson. Right. The so, Cavs have a lot of guys that aren't, quote-unquote, cerebral, which is why he does not like. What about the Pelicans, bro? It's interesting. They would be good. Those are three ginormous bodies alongside each other. I don't think you'd be able to keep Boogie, right, with that. Houston know. with Harden and Chris Paul he's a free agent too. like the most obvious of those things but san antonio but also the spurs pop wants to talk to lebron he said i don't see that happening i don't either but you well, never what's know. the piece there like what's the upside Kawhi and lamarcus aldridge is Kawhi staying there i think if lebron goes there what about the celtics too much I, they'd have I saw to, people talking about them like how the f- deal Kyrie. I'm like, yeah. What's the point of this? You guys Everyone are saying that Kyrie wants to play for the Knicks. No, you guys are going to contend without LeBron. If I'm the Celtics, I'm keeping what I got. Yeah. Then again, Danny Ainge, you never know. But his that roster looks pretty damn good if healthy. You know, Sixers. Ben Simmons is a cerebral player. Definitely, Lonzo's a cerebral player, bro. Definitely, and that's why I, that's what, I don't know. I really think LeBron's coming to the Lakers. I've been saying this. It's not just because I want it to happen. I'd say the because Rockets. The more he Chris says, Paul and James Harden are pretty cerebral. The more, yeah, for sure. But then they're gonna have to probably not sign Capella. Yeah, which sucks. Because honestly, man, they had enough to get it done. They just didn't get it done. Could they? Sign LeBron, then sign Capella, and just go way over the cap, and then just to deal with the luxury because it's like a soft cap. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I guess you'd have to get rid of Ryan Anderson, obviously. But I mean, this is all shit. I mean, we're gonna talk about ad nauseum for sure. It's one. I I just I I want to see him in Houston. The more I hear LeBron talk about, you know. My kids are older. Last time I made a decision like this, yeah. it was really only up to me. I got to talk to my family. Mm-hmm. My kids are entering high school, blah, blah, blah. I'm in the later stage of my career. The more he says that, yeah. the more it sounds like he's coming to Los Angeles. Yeah, right, because they have the house out here. 
Yeah. My question is, who is coming with him? Because it's not going to be just him. Well, you got Chris Paul, Paul George, right? Or DeMarcus. Something's got to give. What we need LeBron to do for the sake of our sanity is join up with a team that could beat the Warriors. Because I got to tell you, that was the least exciting finals I've watched in my 25 years of being a basketball fan. Yeah. That was as... I heard Bill Simmons say that that was the most entertaining sweep, and I totally disagree. I thought it was. I mean, besides the game one. Game one was amazing, man. It was awful. And if, even the Warriors didn't even seem like they they were fired up about winning it. They are just like, yep, we won. They're like, obviously we won. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of whack. I know. If you really think about it, we the season pretty much was exactly what we expected it to be. I know. To the fucking T. Which makes me feel like a loser. Because I put, this I put much in time, so much time into watching this. And, and then it just ended up. Analyzing it. All we have needed, all we would have needed was the Rockets to beat the Warriors. I know. The Warriors are the big bad guy right now. I wanted it so bad, man. It's just. I was legitimately upset the day after the Rockets lost. I want you to realize that. I, I, I feel you. I... Like, I woke up the next morning, and I laid in my bed for 20, 30 minutes thinking about it. Like, little things that could have went differently and just being a sad boy. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know what what, what we can do here. I, we just need LeBron to go if the Rockets, to the Rockets. So, if, the, if he goes to Houston. Yes. It's pretty much just. That's it. Yeah. So then the other 28 teams just don't exist. LeBron's going to be a mercenary at this point. I don't know if any other teams are really ready to compete yet. Maybe Boston. I want to see him in L.A. Yeah. I think no matter where he goes, it's a contender, and that's just straight up. And I think L.A. has a lot of rising talent. Right. I think that if he goes to L.A., Houston's still in the picture with their current team. Uh, and that will give us three good contenders, like legitimate contenders in the West. And then the East will still have Boston and Philly. I think that would be the most fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Ideally, if I get exactly what I want just as a fan, I want to see LeBron and Boogie go to L.A. together. That would be super fun. Yeah, that could be good. So it'd be Lonzo, Ingram, Kuzma, LeBron, and Boogie starting lineup. It's a lot of buckets. How about if LeBron went to the Thunder and played with Russ? That's for sure not going to (laughs) happen. I think Russ is going to be playing by himself for the rest of his career. What if KD went back to OKC? Said I'm coming home. That's such a soap opera if that happens. I know. I know. I don't know. Russ is playing by himself for the rest of his fucking life. Jeez Louise. But, okay. Yeah. Enough LeBron talk, man. Yeah. There's a lot. I don't know if this is. I actually don't know if this is more than usual. I feel like it is. Right, but there's a lot of free agents this summer mm. that are big time impacts. You have a list in front of you. I do. All right, go ahead. So, fire off. Dylan. There's there's KD. He's staying where he's at. Yep. LeBron. Imagine he didn't. No, he's staying. Why? What the hell? Like, what have you? There was this just thing like, that they now. said that they had a really rough season behind the scenes. David West was like, "When it all comes out, you're gonna be surprised." Really? Yeah. What do you think it was? I don't know. Me neither. Go ahead. Who else? Maybe one day Katie only got 11 shots and Clay got 12 or something. Um, <laughs> uh, LeBron, we've talked about too much. Paul George, what do you think his move is? Do you He's think out. I think all of these depend on LeBron. where LeBron goes? I think, I think LeBron is the major chip. It would be so fun if Katie said, you know what? I did what I came to oh, do. Oh, that's what I want. That's what I want to see. 
I want to see LeBron and Boogie go to Lakers. Yeah. And I want to see Paul George go to Houston. Paul George That would make would them a, that'd be great. amazing. He'd just be Ariza. Because he wouldn't need the ball in his hands. No, he's good like that. He's yeah. That's like – I think we saw that this year where yeah. he's the two or three guy. Yeah. He's like he had a good incredible. Season. He had a great season to me. Some big big playoff games. His numbers are – he had 22, 22, 6, and 3. He'd be really good on the Rockets. Yeah. Um, then there's Chris Paul, which I think all of this depends on each other. If Paul George goes to Houston, I think Chris Paul stays. If someone goes to Houston, he stays. I think if no one comes, who knows? Maybe he teams up with someone else goes. I, I think he's going to stay, though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. It's crazy. It'll and be it, an interesting offseason. I'm like, I kind of feel you like I'm out on basketball. I think I need a couple weeks yeah. to just let it rock. Let it rock. But I'm really excited to no. see what happens in the offseason. Me too. And I'm, and I'm be, super excited for the draft, too. Right. But just like. When is that? Like a couple uh, weeks. A couple weeks. Like 20 something. Yeah. Um, Which uh, free agency started July 1? Yeah. That, wow. Yeah. DeMarcus Cousins? There's, they, they keep saying he's going to go back. We'll yeah. learn We'll learn more as as the month progresses. I think a lot is going to depend on LeBron. I what think do you think could, about DeMarcus in Washington? Do they have the space? Because I, I I, that was a trade I I thought about. I said on the show earlier in the year, I said if I was Ernie Grunfeld, yeah. I'd figure out one way or another to team up right. Wall and Boogie. Right. I don't know if they have the space after signing Otto Porter to that max. They'd have to convince somebody to deal Otto Porter. Yeah. So check it out. Otto Porter, a pick, Ubre for Boogie on a sign-and-trade. Yeah. Do the Pelicans say yes to that? Because he could play the three next to AD, Rondo, Holiday. And Ubre is a lot better. Uber had a he good actually year. would fit there yeah. in New Orleans. Would that the Pelicans be. do that deal? It's better than getting – Maybe. It's better than uh, losing Boogie for nothing. Exactly. That'd be an interesting trade. Would that give the Washington Wizards – They'd be okay. Contending. Be, if they had Wall, Beal, and Cousins, that's a legit threat. That's, that's pretty legit. Are they a championship contender? They're going to need a better coach for sure. But not impossible. It's a lot of talent. They would they would be as they would compete with Boston and Philly. Yeah, which would be fun, right? And they need to make a move like that. I agree. They need to make a move like that. I think so. Then we got Clint Capella, which another one is very dependent. I on. think Capella is about to get overpaid, and then you're going to realize that he is a product of his of the system. He's so you think fun. he's going to get overpaid somewhere other than Houston? Yeah, because well, let's see. They well, originally I read Phoenix, but now Phoenix is going to take DeAndre Ayton, so that would be yeah, that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, so maybe he does end up back in Houston, and he's a unrestricted. He's restricted, so the Rockets are probably going to. So match. they could match him, yeah. The, but the thing is, with the restricted free agency, it doesn't allow the Rockets to do what I was saying and utilize the soft cap, right? Like signing LeBron, then signing Capella. Right, right. Re-signing. They have to make that decision as soon as he gets an offer. They have two days, right? Yeah, That's exactly. How it works. I would say probably. I I think what you said is right. I think he's a product of the system, and in the right place, he's great. Somebody's gonna offer him, and the I think max. in the wrong place, he's average. The key is to know who has cap space. Right. Right. Yeah. Like. You would hate to see the Lakers strike out on LeBron and then go max Clint Capella. <laughs> no, that that can't happen. Right, but, <laughs> but it could. No, but that can't happen for my, like my Paul sake. Paul George goes to Houston. For my LeBron sake, LeBron goes happen. to Philly, and then and Chris Paul goes back to Houston, and then the Lakers are like, "Well, we got all this cap space. Here's five years, 150 million, Clint Capella." That would be the most Lakers thing to do, and I can't deal with it again. Mm-hmm. Who else has cap space? There's not a ton of teams that even have cap space. Yeah, I want to say the Lakers have the most cap space. Oh, by a long shot. Right? Yeah, let me look it up. Ooh. And then there's other guys. Who has cap space? Who has cap space? There's a lot of guys, man, that can be a real impact. DeAndre Jordan is a free agent. He's out of there. 
He's, yeah, where do you think he ends up? He's a. Uh, hold on, he's um. He's a he's a free agent. He's a player option. Um. Let's see. I heard something about. Uh, him to Milwaukee. For. Jabari, like a sign and trade. Yeah. I think that would be interesting. Gives the Bucks like that inside presence that they don't have. Um sorry, I'm just looking up this cap space situation. Um yeah. Jabari, somebody's gonna take a flyer on him. He's a free agent, right? Yep. He's restricted. I think if you max him, the Bucks will walk away from that. Somebody's going to do it, right? Somebody's going to max him? Yeah, no, I don't think the Looking Bucks... Looking at all these teams, this cap space thing is fucking wild. In what way? Just like the little amount of cap space teams have. Yeah. Um, Active cap. I'm trying to understand this. Cap max. Practical cap space. What is this? I don't know. I th- I think the Bulls are going to have some cap space. Yeah, uh Levine Levine's a restricted free agent as well. Yeah. Yeah, the um Melo's got an option. Tyreek Evans Hawks, Kings, Nets, Bulls might have some. Tyreek, Isaiah Thomas, Aaron Gordon, who had a pretty good year. I think the Sixers have some space too. And it makes sense. Those all those young guys are yeah on their they could get know. up to twenty three million in cap space this year. Oh yeah, because they were if they um, just renounce some veteran free agents. Will Barton, Nurkic, Avery Bradley, JJ Redick. The Sixers are a team to keep an eye on free agents wise. Marcus Smart, obviously. There's uh, a the, lot of guys. Oh, the Pacers have thirty three million cap. Dang, the Pacers. Watch out for them. They're gonna make a move then. There's That's a team who like. Throws a max at Jabari. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, the top of that list, no one's going to sign to Indiana. Yeah. But they're going to have to go get somebody. Maybe they're the... Or Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Con- Aaron Gordon and Evan Turner. Aaron Gordon is a four. He can't... Yeah. He, although he, he started to shoot, but his size is a four. Him and Evan Turner next to each other. That could work. They kind of like Aaron Gordon. Evan is, yeah. Is Evan Turner in Indiana? Or are you talking about Miles Turner? Miles Turner. Sorry, That's what I was like Turner. What the hell? Wrong Turner. Evan Turner's trash. Evan let's, Turner's let's trash. Him, let's My, get him out of here. Miles Turner. Evan Turner's on the Blazers. Yeah, Hello. that's what I thought. I was yeah. like, what's going on? Um, yeah. So, Enos Cantor has a player option. He does. It's really funny because on social media. All the Knicks fans are telling him to opt out. It's for $18 million. Yeah. And he keeps fucking with him about it. He is a huge <laughs> social media troll. Yeah, yeah. If he opts out, the Knicks have a bunch of cap space. Right. He won't. Why the fuck would he turn down $18 million? Yeah, no, million? why would he? Unless he felt like he was going to get like a four-year $52 million deal somewhere. He might. He's uh, a useful player. There's Dude, there's like 40 guys that are rotation players and that could go make a difference somewhere so it'll be interesting to see what happens um so you said that the suns are going to draft deandre Ayton. first that's the rumor is that like a thing i haven't i haven't been keeping up on the draft rumors yeah so that's what they're going with uh, as of right now, that's been the rumor. So, I mean, just a quick little NBA draft thing. Uh, when is the draft? NBA draft. Um, yeah. DeAndre Ayton, Arizona Center, um, June 21st. Uh, it seems like he's the guy. He's uh, played at Arizona. Sarver, who owns the Suns, mm-hmm. uh, went to Arizona. He's an Arizona guy. Um they need a center. Uh, I think the one thing that's been interesting uh, about the NBA draft is 
everybody's draft board so far has been so different. Yeah. And I think a lot is uh, still up in the air, but it's it's all the same names, just in very different spaces. Yep. Um, the Luka Doncic thing is interesting, too, because he's supposed to be a big-time hooper. A lot of guys are, are you know, a fan of him. and uh, But there are rumors that he doesn't want to play in Sacramento and right. that, that he could drop all the way to four. Which would be kind of wild. He would go to Memphis? Yeah. So, something to keep an eye on there. You know, I mean, Bagley's another guy who has a lot of talent. Yeah. And you're seeing Trey Young anywhere from like 6 Orlando to the Knicks at 9 to like 13 to the Clippers. So I think Trey Young is going to get buckets. He will definitely get buckets. I think a lot of teams are concerned about his size. He's he's defensively going to be terrible. He has short arms. He yeah. has no hops. Uh, you know they don't like those kind of things, intangible wise. But he's great handle, great vision, can shoot. Defensively, not great. Do you know much about Michael Porter Jr.? I know a lot about Michael Porter Jr. I've Talk been, to me. I've been into this draft. Talk to me. Because he only played... So Porter's name He didn't has play been, much, right? Yeah, Porter's... No, he played one game. Right. He had back surgery and didn't want a red shirt. So he came back at the end of the season and played one game, and it wasn't a good game. Um, he wasn't fully healthy. He's an interesting if, dude. He's 6'11". Help me, help me understand that. If you red shirt, are you not eligible for the draft? He just wouldn't or have been able just, to play. Like, he, he, he kept his eligibility so he could play at the end of the year because he right. knew he wasn't going to come back to Mizzou. Okay. So he was just like, I'll play one game rather than miss the whole season and then, like, try and play next year because he for sure was going to the NBA draft. Yeah. So he, he bet but, on himself. But even if he redshirted, could he still enter the draft? Absolutely. Oh, okay. But he just wouldn't have been able to play. Okay. Because it's like, oh, I have Because he would have – say you redshirt. Yeah, yeah. You would still have four years of right. eligibility to play. But if he's not coming back, what does it matter? It doesn't. That was my question. It doesn't. Oh, well, because he could have been like, I'm coming back next year, and I'm going to ball out and be the number one pick. Oh, uh, right? but he wanted to go now. He wanted to go now. Okay. Because before the season started, he was considered to be like the top maybe guy. the top pick. Right. I remember I remember like his high school – yeah, he's, and, he, he's, he's got KD vibes. He's a fucking baller. He's 6'11", tries to play like a two-guard. He does not have that kind of handle. But yet he is a he's a dynamic scorer, has that opportunity, um, good athlete. Um, he's smooth. He, he's definitely he's definitely going to be like... 6'11", man. 6'11". Interesting fact, he um, grew up... And is a vegan. Grew up vegan. Really? Yes. Um, or at least a vegetarian. Um, his name I've seen anywhere from like five, six, like five Dallas to like 13, like 12 Clippers. Yeah. And like everywhere in between. Yeah. I don't think he makes it past the Knicks at nine. Yeah. But I could see right now, I would, I would see, um, I feel like the Cavs might be a destination for him. That's what I'm seeing on on this board I'm looking at. Are you at NBA Draft on that? Yeah. Yeah, this is a pretty decent one. I think the Ringer does a good job, too. Another guy to look up who's a really good uh, NBA Draft guy is a, a guy by the name of Jonathan Wasserman. He uh, works for um, Bleacher Report. And last year actually was the most accurate um most, Mock draft or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's pretty plugged in. Right now he's saying Aiton, Bagley, Bamba, who is a beast. It's like if Rudy Gobert could shoot three-pointers, yeah. Muhammad Bamba. Yeah. He has a seven ten wingspan. Jesus. Yeah. Then Doncic going four to Grizzlies, which would be interesting. Five, Jaron Jackson, who's giving everyone a little bit of like some – Al Horford, Tim Duncan vibes. 
Not bad vibes. Trey Young to the Magic at six, which I think is the perfect fit. I can't see him going past the Magic at six. Mm -hmm. Wendell Carter going seven to the Bulls. I think personally they go with a wing with Macau Bridges. Yeah. But Wendell Carter's another Horford kind of guy. Right. At eight, the Cavs with Porter. Seems to be the case with Porter. Porter's definitely one of these guys that can either make you look like a genius or get you fired. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's like he can end up being a superstar, but he also had back surgery. Yeah. And might never get that explosion back. But very high ceiling, obviously. The Knicks are definitely looking to take a wing. So it's I would say the Knicks are going to go at either Porter if he drops, Macau Bridges if he drops, Miles Bridges from Michigan State's another name, Kevin Knox, another name. And if they, you know, if they're so, I don't think like the whole like Sexton Trey Young thing is a is a real thing. I think they're just doing their due diligence. Uh, Lonnie Walker f- from Miami has has shot up the ranks. They got him going tenth to the Sixers. Jonathan Wasserman. Uh-huh. He is a dark horse candidate to be the Donovan Mitchell of this draft. Uh oh, a guy who kind of was under the radar but like has all all the skills he's athletic can shoot can score gets to the rim um if he goes to the Sixers that'd be a really good fit as far as anybody else Miles Bridges 11 to the Hornets I love Miles Bridges I think he's like Tobias Harris his game mm-hmm. so that's his his problem is going to be like is he a 3 or a 4, four yeah he's probably going to end up being an undersized 4 there's no doubt he's going to get buckets in the league. Yeah. He can shoot. He's athletic. But I don't know who's going to guard. Uh, Colin Sexton's another name to watch out for. How is there so many guys? It's a good draft. It's a really good draft. It's honestly the kind of draft Like, how do all these dudes mind. play? Yeah. This, you know is, I mean? this is a draft you don't mind picking from, like, from like 4 to, like, 15 it's kind of all the same. It's not all the same, but, like, you can roll the dice and The potential win. is there. There's yeah. a lot of guys. Yeah. There's some guys, you know, that – I mean, Colin Sexton is a, is a hooper. Yeah. He's – Point guard, right? Yeah. He's like – he's like Eric Bledsoe, I think, is his player comp. Strong. He's not as strong as Bledsoe. He needs a bit more Westbrookian. Mm-hmm. He can't shoot, but he can, he gets to the rim. He plays like a dog. He's a strong dude. You love him on his team. If he can ever get his shot going, he's a big-time player. Otherwise, he's a player. As a Knicks fan, mm-hmm. who are you hoping to get at nine? I think either Bridges will be fine. Um, I, I, I'll, Mikhail honestly, Bridges? I like Mikhail. I, I think Mikhail... I think Mikael is going to be a very solid role, role player and, like, a good character guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have huge upside. Mm-hmm. So he, I don't think he's ever an all-star. Right. But could he be, like, Trevor Ariza? So yes. would you prefer if somehow Michael Porter dropped that low and get him? I would take the risk. I would, I would roll the dice. Why not, right? Why not? I mean, you, in this league, you're always just trying to accrue the best talent. Yeah. If you have a guy who has the especially potential, if, especially for the Knicks, you know, if you have the potential to draft a guy who could be an All Star, and like Macau Bridges to me, like I don't think he'll ever be an All Star. Yeah, I like Miles Bridges a lot too. I could see the Knicks maybe taking a risk too. Kevin Knox from Kentucky, <laughs> another know. guy. I never heard that name in my life. He's a hooper. He's he's young, but he's like freshman six uh, six six eleven, and he just. I was three just looking guard. at something Isaac that six nine, but I was just looking at something. Uh, Michael Porter Jr.'s uh-huh. standing reach is just an inch below KD's. Yeah, so this dude is long. Pause. Yeah, I like. I, I like I, guys I, like that excite me because he he needs <laughs> a lot of work. His, of course, he's his, nineteen. Yeah, and his game, his game. You know, he missed a year, you know, so his game needs some work. He's, he has all the... But those tools don't come by often. It's true. You know? If if he's at nine, I would take him. Like, if, if you're 6'11 and you can shoot... 
Right. And, and you can be mobile. Yeah. You're valuable no matter what. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I would say there's like, there's legit like 15 guys in this draft. Maybe more. This draft is going to be a serious. What do you think the best situation for Luca is out of like the top five or whatever? That's a great question. I think personally of the top five that. Because he's going to be a guy that you're pretty much going to put the ball in his hands. Yeah. Immediately, especially for any of these teams, right? Yeah. So, like, I mean, where do you think he's he has the best, like... I think he would have been dope in Phoenix. I know. That's why Because I, I felt like him and Booker would just, like, play off of each other. That's why I'm kind of disappointed that but, um, I don't think that's going to happen anymore. I also think that if he did fall to four in Memphis, it'd be the... It would be a great culture for him because he'd have an international star to play with in Marcus All. Mm-hmm. Conley comes back. They'd honestly be decent. Yeah. And then he could kind of just grow at his own pace, and it's a small market. Yeah. And just kind of he'd find his way. He definitely needs, like, the ball in his hand, though. So I don't know. You know, I mean, I, Sacramento, they have Fox. Yeah, you know, if he ever fell to four after five in Dallas, maybe that's interesting. But um, I highly doubt he'll get past the Grizzlies. Yeah, and he he can make some plays, and then you know he he can kind of just grow at his own pace there because like he'd have guys in, in in front of him. Like if he goes to Sacramento or Atlanta, you know. He's the guy. Yeah. And it's going to get Roll the balls out. It's going to be happens. rough to yeah. start. Yeah. I mean, he's a hooper, though. I think he's a big-time player. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, we'll right, see. Well, we will see. Yeah, man. So. wish the Lakers had a pick, but. So, this is it, bro. We, we did it. We got enough in the last draft. You did. You got a lot. You got Kuzma. You got Ball. You got Hart. That's, That's three nice. guys. That's pretty good. I like that. You have a second-round pick? Uh, I think so, but. I don't even know. I don't know. Anyways. A um, season in the books, bro. It's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. And, you know, big shout out to people that are tuning in. Yes. Week in and week out. Seriously. You know, even if it's only, you know, 100 people or whatever. Who? Yeah. It's dope. The yeah. fact that we just do what we love to do here and people aren't even listening to it. Yeah. If you're this deep into the podcast right well, now. You're the real deal we if you appreciate you're, it if you're listening right now we really appreciate you it stuck with us there's been a lot of a lot of people who have hit me up about listening to the pod yeah so i want to thank them for sure six ollie uh my buddy scott um shit probably some others that i'm forgetting off the bat who would hit me up with you know their weekly comments yeah on the podcast all right thank you to um all the people on, on Twitter and Instagram who hit me up, hit us up throughout the season. And, um, I, you know, I mean, listen. We'll be back. Yeah. All right. This ain't the end. No, it's just a season wrapped, you know? Yeah. Get a little time. We're going to go down to Vegas. We have to do that. And uh, we'll get that rocking. It's going to be dope. And um, And if there's any big trades or big signings. Well, we'll uh, pop in. Keep an ear out. We'll pop in you know? with the micropod. We're going to be like, oh, yeah, shit. LeBron just got signed to the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, exactly. I'd have to think about what was our best episode. You got one? Um, I actually loved the one with Brent. That was good. Um, The Kobe stories. I think that was a personal thing. Yeah, I that loved. was good, though. Uh, and then also, I love... I love NBA jams. Those are good. Did those we do are, two of those? Those are hilarious. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah, we did one with just us and we did one with Reef. Classic. Those are those hilarious. are classic. And you can go back and listen to those. Yeah. We went oh man, those were funny. Those were funny. Yeah. NBA look alike. That was a good one too. That was really good. We had a we had a lot of good times on this show. We man. did. We did. Even the you know, the first thirty six episodes, the first the first full season of NBA hoops. Yeah. Made memories. We did. At the very least. Yeah, we'll figure out how to come back stronger next year. Just bigger and better. You know, it's 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 a challenge for us too because we're also tailored now. Yeah. Like we know how to do this. Like 
Yeah, we've yeah. hit our stride for sure. You know, I think too, like it's challenging for us because you and I are both independent artists creating our own content daily. Mm. So it's like at first we were doing the podcast and we would make graphics and do videos and do this. <sighs> that was a f- and then we just didn't have the time to do it. And it just became challenging because it's like you want to, you know, you have to kind of put your priorities in order. Totally. So um, we could probably use some help next year or we just need to carve out the time and maybe do those things and take an hour out of our, you know, we take an hour here. It was very tough. To take another hour. It was very tough. Yeah. And it's stuff that like personally, like I don't consider myself like a graphic designer or a video editor. So it was like things that. We're taking way longer than they needed to. Totally. But, you know, we tried our best. That's all you can ask. We tried our best. Um, you know, we'll get it flowing. Next year, maybe we can use some help with somebody can help us with content stuff. Maybe there's a listener out there who's just really passionate about Baseline Jam. Yeah, that'd and, be great. And they want to just be like, yo, let me do your Instagram stuff. Let me uh, chop up these clips for you, you know? But maybe not. Who knows? We'll see. Either way, we have fun. Even if we're just doing the audio and, and uh, you know, just dropping it into the universe. Yep. Doesn't really seem like there has been, like, you know, a drastic drop-off in listenership or anything. No. I think the people that are going to listen are going to listen. Yeah. Uh, we just need to find ways to, like, expand our audience in some way. Totally. I just, it's hard to figure what that figure out what that is. You know, because like I said, this isn't our number one priority. If I was yeah. like, I need to make a living doing an NBA podcast You're today, it out. I'd be going in deep dives and figuring out. Yeah, you know, a lot more. But it's like this is just this there's is fun of, for us. There's a lot of basketball content out there. This is conversations that we're having, regardless. It's true. You know, so it's like. But anybody have any suggestions or ideas for next season? The fact that we're able to just record this, yeah, and just put it out with like not that much effort. Other than just like scheduling times to both be free, which it hasn't been that hard, honestly. Totally. And we said going in too, right? Yeah. We're like, no expectations. Totally. It's just like, okay. Let's just talk hoops every week. Yeah. And you know, I've done, I've started in like stop podcasts before. Right. So like the fact that we just did this 36 straight weeks. Yeah. Including Christmas and Thanksgiving. Oh, we did it. We did it. Yeah, totally. You know, even my wife was like, credit to you. That's that's good dedication to you guys. For sure. You know, a lot of people can start things, but seeing it through. It's the biggest thing. Yeah. So you know, I guess what we'll do is we'll come back, you know, NBA free agency, the draft. We can talk all that stuff. So, you know, we'll come back, in a, you know, when the time is right. Well, the draft is like soon, though. Yeah. A couple of weeks. We could do a post-draft thing. Maybe we should Feel it out. We can mix it in with free agency. We'll feel it out. We'll give it <laughs> so, a few weeks. That's the thing too. The NBA season is so damn long. It's like a, it's twelve months. A year. There's not much off time. There's no off time. So maybe this isn't the end, Rich. Well, it's the end of the season, right? But I'm saying like the season's done. How much time will we have off until? Well, it's you know when you go on tour, to there's not going to be shit going on. Right. Because like August and September, it's dead. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like during the summer, like we can definitely have a podcast about the draft. We can definitely have a podcast or two about free agency. Yeah. And then then Vegas and then after yeah, so we'll after summer have... league it's like a month of just nothing. Cuz training camp doesn't start till like end of So September. we'll probably have like four more episodes before the next season starts up. Maybe five. Yeah, we can call them like the off-season episodes. They won't be as regular, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like August and September, there's like nothing. Yeah. There's, well, good because like well, yeah, I'm you'll be, be on gone. the road. So. Yeah, there's like nothing. So, and then uh, the season starts in October, which is tight because it kind of starts. But yeah, so it's pretty much, it's almost twelve months. The season. It's crazy. It's a ten month cycle. I feel like once you once summer league's over, you get like a breath. Then training camp starts like mid September now. Yeah. But you get like a month, month and a half of like, okay. Then football starts to kind of creep in, baseball. But, yeah, that's it. I just want to say I'm, I feel extremely lucky to be uh, as passionate as I am about basketball. Yeah. Because some people just don't share that. Totally. Because they didn't grow up playing or, I don't know, it just they don't gravitate towards it the way we do. Yep. 
And I, I got think, a playoff game tonight. I think the NBA is something that's like become so huge and that there's so much excitement around it and so much content available. Right. So it's like I'm never bored. Like if, if I don't have anything to do music related or like if I have an hour in between stuff, mm-hmm. I can literally just go on YouTube and find people talking about basketball or yeah. learn something else. Or There's a lot. Dude, there's... There really is. It's so dope. Like, you know? Totally. And we're just like... Basketball is a friend of mine. We're just a part of that community. and it's We are. Fire. We are. And, you know, there's been some people who necessarily weren't huge basketball fans that tuned in. So thank you to the right. guys. Yeah. Eh. Well, all right. Yeah, well, Baseline Jam checking in, checking out. We done did it, Holmes. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Uh, We'll definitely be back with a draft episode uh, in a few weeks. Until then, sit tight, have a good summer, and don't blow your fingers off. Don't blow your... What? Fireworks. Ah. Dude, there was people blowing fireworks at 4 a.m. last night. Yeah, you're in the hood, which is... The first year I was here is in the hood, and so they'll be doing that till Christmas. I woke up out of my sleep. Seriously. I thought people were getting murdered. They're going to be shooting those fireworks off. For the next three months. Why do they do that? They don't end July 4th. I don't understand. I have no idea. I almost called the goddamn cops. Wow. No, not really. But I was just like, yo, what's happening? Yep. Get used to that. All right. Well, that was a weird way to end the podcast, but. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well. Fireworks. (laughs) All right. See you.